uh, instead of just unorganized individuals who like to talk about movies with each other. Just kidding. That's that's just podcasting. Yeah. I think. At this Man, point, can you, yeah. Can you imagine if we all got to watch a movie like at the same time together? That'd be crazy. Yeah, like a like a fun meetup where we all yeah. fly somewhere. Probably. I don't even. Probably Missouri, because that's probably the cheapest place to go uh, of the of the three places. It's yeah. the most central. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I hear it's kind of like swampy and. Uh, not right now. Right now, it's crazy Baptists or something. I don't know. I mean, th- uh, my cousin, it's not untrue. My, my uh. cousin is in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Not Missouri. I have no family in like the in like the mid Midwest area. Pretty much, it's all mm. East Coast. And and a couple people in, in LA who I never see or talk to. Yeah. I don't have any relatives anywhere except California. At least not that I that I know of. No. My relatives are peppered all over this place. Well, that's nice. You got places to go. <laughs> places people to see. go, people see. Mm-hmm. Sarah's got relatives in Canada, but she's just like, no, we're not going to Canada. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her- Why? We have uh, the option. We're not going. Oh, yeah. I remember she brought up her, her cousin who was on that show with um, Andy McDowell. Yeah. Who's like, who played her daughter on that Canadian show. Yeah. Can't remember what that's called. But it's a show. Isn't the Sex Life of the Videotape episode of Spike Lee season? Hmm. Well, uh, it's probably been canceled anyways. Uh, maybe. Uh, either way, I mean, her, 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 her cousin is an actual actress, actress, which is... No. The first, the only person I've never met her. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, and you're listening to the arbitrary and discriminate movie podcast. I kind of forced that title into existence. I think it'd be funny if you changed the title every episode. Every episode. <laughs> I think it would be terrible for marketing, but uh, it would be funny for us at least. And and this is I'm gonna have to practice saying arbitrary and indiscriminate because that's it's not exactly a memorable like I every time I'd like yeah I came up with a kind of creative t- oh shit what was it oh shit <laughs> <sighs> anyways it, it's it's about random slightly randomized picks uh, for our second movie the year was randomized we got 1994. Melanie, you chose the movie Junior. I did. And, and I'm uh, very excited about it. That's good. I'm glad we could uh, start off with something you were excited about instead of just rolling directly into the garbage that is true <laughs> random film choices. Yeah. So tell me, tell me, why, do you, why are you excited about talking about Junior? So, Junior is the third and kind of a an untied trilogy with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Ivan Reitman. It's my personal favorite, even though I think that's probably not the correct answer. I feel like most people would say Twins is the best film of the three. So it's Twins, uh, then it followed by Kindergarten Cop, 
Junior was the last. Junior's my favorite. Kindergarten Cop's probably my second. Twins is my last. I love all three. I just, there's something about this film that it is very, I guess the thing is, it's played straight. Like, it's such, it it is this high concept comedy, which most comedies are high concept, but Arnold Schwarzenegger plays it straight and it's so sincere and it's sweet and funny and dumb at the same time. And it just kind of checks all these boxes for me. So I just, it's a film that I love way more than I should, but I just love it. Uh, there's no, there should be no saying like more than I should. It's if you like it, you like it. It's true. That's true. Mm. I don't know. Somebody might if somebody was like, you know what, uh, American History X, uh, American History X is my absolute favorite movie. I like it probably more than I should. I'd be like, that's probably. Uh, right. I can see that. Yeah. 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 Any any Edward Furlong project outside of Terminator Two, you know, you just gotta you gotta worry. Uh, Pecker. What'd the you, John Waters one. What'd you call Pecker? me? <laughs> okay. Holy shit. He's in the John I got, Waters I got a nickname already on this. Okay. This is great. Yeah. You're so joining he, Pecker on the Arbitrary Indiscriminate Movie Podcast. Yeah, um, he's done two good movies that I know of. Who, Pecker? Uh, yeah, Pecker and Terminator 2. Oh, uh, you mean Eddie, Eddie, Fur- Eddie Furlong? Yeah. Uh, some people like Pet Cemetery too. I think he's... I like the, it. The main goofball in that. Yeah. And uh, some people like uh, nothing else. It, out of those three movies, the Junior Kindergarten Cop Twins trilogy, I mm-hmm. think this is the most easily digestible. Like you could just kind of put this on, and you know, every once in a while, see see some very funny like physical comedy, and every once in a while, some some funny interactions between Danny De- Danny DeVito and everyone else because. Mm-hmm. Danny DeVito is naturally very funny, and yeah. I, I like it that way for sure. Yeah, it was a nice reminder that, for, that like Hollywood uh, was open enough to have like one kind of weird like ho- true movie star, and and that one one weird movie star they let in was like Danny DeVito, and it's nice mm-hmm. to be like, oh yeah, it's I forgot he was like a legit movie star at one point. Yeah. Yep, he was a man. 90, the 90s were a weird time. Like, uh, I was just watching something with Sarah that was about um, the Algonquin uh, circle. I don't, I don't know if you guys know about that. It's, it's white people nonsense. Um, uh-huh. Just, just a bunch of like smart writers and philosophers and things like that got together at this the Algonquin, which was a hotel. In, I think in New York. Oh, why aren't you talking about the poet lady? What's her name? The yeah, Dorothy um, Parker. Dorothy, yeah, something Parker. Dorothy. I think maybe. you're Dottie. They, yeah, so Dorothy Parker. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, and it's got like Jennifer Jason Lee, which uh, you know she had done like I don't even know if she'd done single white female at that point. So she was basically only famous for. Uh, fast times and uh, and she did that one uh, uh, Paul Verhoeven movie I think oh uh, yeah that uh, never mind I won't quote the, uh, there's a wrong real episode where we talk about it and uh, former uh, uh, someone we know Funderburg says something <laughs> about it that I won't say because uh, <laughs> yeah, I want to say it out loud let's find an old episode wrong real <laughs> It's it's Verhoeven. 
yeah. <laughs> it's a Verhoeven movie, so you know it's going to be a little extreme in some areas. Just a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They had, like, uh, Scott Glenn, who... Or not Scott Glenn. Um, chat. Uh, what is the name of uh, the... Uh, who's uh, George Scott? Scott something Scott. Uh, uh, George C. Scott's son. Oh, God, Campbell. See, Campbell. See, it's it's impossible for me to remember his name because like that guy was a, a celebrity at some point. Like he's, <laughs> I don't know. Any, anyways, he's like one of the stars, and Matthew Broderick, and and like people like Jane Adams, who has been in a bunch of TV series recently, and. Uh, Lily Taylor, you know, but like I can't believe Lily Taylor was like in so many movies where she starred, and it's like these people now, I guess, are playing older roles, which makes sense. It's it's th- almost thirty years later, but I, I feel weird about like who was famous other than the big stars, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Sylvester Stallone and other people who took their shirts off in movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was thinking, watching it this time, um, I, I'll just explain my thought. I was about to jump in the middle of my thought halfway through. Um, I read Roger Ebert's review of Junior. He really liked this movie, which I loved. Um, <laughs> but he, he, there's a quote like towards the end of his review where he says something along the lines of, uh, there's a lot of actors that could play roles or there's a lot of roles that Arnold couldn't play but there's not a lot of actors that can play the roles that Arnold played and this was one of them which was kind of funny and I thought so like watching it again I thought it's like so who else would have been like the right type of person for this movie in this time frame and obviously it's like Stallone was the go-to because they go back and forth with you know the films that they would do Mm. and this film doesn't play with him in it at all like it doesn't have he doesn't have those comedic chops the same way that arnold does i don't know if that makes sense but no it was something i was thinking of like arnold to me realizes he's funny and he knows why he's funny yeah where stallone he doesn't have a sense of humor about himself at all yes stallone thinks he's funny but he but he doesn't understand why he's funny i think stallone's a better actor like, because Copland, I think there are some performances from Stallone that, I mean, Rocky, like, he, he is so good. And I think that a lot of people don't give him the credit that he's owed. He is a legitimately great actor when he wants to be. He's very authentic. Yeah, key word is what, what he wants to be. When he wants to be, yeah. But he doesn't do those comedic roles. Like, none of them, because I went through a run where I was watching all of the Stallone films I'd never seen. And his comedies just don't they usually just don't land it like i like him but they're not funny whereas arnold it's like even something awful like jingle all the way it's like i can still appreciate parts of it even though i don't think it's a very good movie and the comedy doesn't really work for me it's just there's something about him i don't know yeah like arnold is like a true movie star he and he also understands why he's a movie star Mm -hmm. or like stallone i don't think i ever fully got why he was a movie star that's why I think he has more clunkers compared uh, comparatively to Arnold. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, like, it, at some point, uh, Schwarzenegger wanted to take on as many, like, different kinds of roles as people would let him take on. That's that's the thing, like, 
like trying to get him cast into certain comedies. I'm sure it was like, a, well, we, you know, we, we like you. We just don't think you're right for the role kind of thing. Like even, even somebody who's a multi-million dollar actor like he was then. Um, mm-hmm. And for Stallone, it was like at a certain point he was like, well, I want to be known as the tough guy who can sometimes deliver a line that's funny, but also has big intensity and has sex with lots of women because that's important. People got to know. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, but like I also like I think of like uh, JCVD and Dolph Lundgren who are kind of like the B tier of you know the the action stars of the era, where mm-hmm. I think they got better as they got older, yeah. because they were kind of forced into like staying to like keep the fandom and career. They have to, I think, work harder. Where Arnold, you know, he can kind of coast. And he has been coasting to some degree, you know, of, yeah. for past you know decade plus or whatever, and Stallone keeps trying. It's and, you know it's real hit or miss, but like like current era uh, Dolph movies and Jason Vitti movies are like uh, like acting wise, like they like they know like, like they know what they need to do, and they seem to have a better. I don't know where I'm going with this. I lost my I don't train know of thought. Yeah, later JCVD. I, I I did watch one of those kickboxer sequels, but that just required him to kick. So yeah, which yeah, is I watched he, Time Cop not too long ago. I don't know if either of you've seen that. That movie is legitimately good. Mm. I was kind of blown away. Like it's silly, but I I really liked it. I don't. It just maybe it hit me just the right way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean the 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 scene with the splits in the in, in the in the kitchen, <laughs> in the kitchen, so he doesn't get electrocuted. That's, That's exactly what hit me the right way. Yep, 40,000 volts, motherfucker, or whatever he <laughs> says. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it, but I know that quote. <laughs> and I know the underwear splits. It's really fun. It was so much fun. Yeah. No, that's the... Uh, I mean, it, I've never heard anyone say a bad word about that movie. Uh, it's great. Except for that the future shit looks really crappy. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I, can, I can look past it. Mm-hmm. I can suspend my disbelief any any point. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Ivan Reitman, uh, you were talking about high concept com- comedies. I think that, like, he specifically is very into those. You know, Ghostbusters, so, scientists, weirdos that figure out how to capture ghosts and stuff like that. And then something like, um, mul- didn't he do Multiplicity? Or uh, I don't know if he did. Let me see. But I, Multiplicity is a film I was thinking about while watching this because it's not, it's what, like a year or two later? Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen, mul- he didn't do Multiplicity. What am I thinking of? Never mind. I know who uh, you're thinking he'd... of. Because, yeah, like, there's the other Andy McDowell comedy, Groundhog yeah. Day. Yes. And uh, that's not him one, either. The one who died, he directed those. Oh, uh, okay, uh, Harold Ramis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, and then those guys were pals, I think, because uh, he did Stripes with him. So I think they were interested in the same kind of stuff like that. But Like Dave, that's kind of a high concept uh, yeah. thing. Uh, twins, obviously, it's just an excuse for a joke, but still they, they try to be like, well, science has, you know, we, <laughs> we uh, organized all the sperm, and uh, these were the best ones, so, <laughs> or whatever. And then no strings attached. It's like, why would anyone date Ashton Ketcher? 
Uh, I guess we'll find out. Ashton Catcher? Yeah, that's what his name is, right? Or am I thinking of the Pokemon guy? Pokemon guy. <laughs> I can't tell if you're joking or being serious there. Let's call it both. All right. But uh, Junior, I don't know if you guys noticed, but it starts off the same way as Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, it does. Except it's not a fantasy sequence in Ghostbusters. It's just a ghost in the library. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Marcus Penn, if you're listening, side-by-side idea. <laughs> yep. It's a good idea. Uh, let me see. Notes? We got any notes? Yeah, I got I got notes. I took exactly one page of notes. Oh, yeah, I took uh, notes. Yeah, okay, so I want to start off with uh, something I was generally thinking the whole time. It, mm. Is this movie offensive? Uh, In terms of like... Uh, like feminism? Yeah, like it because of like the whole man getting pregnant thing, he becomes more feminine. Uh, like gender politics, like would this be considered offensive, or is it just like too wet? Like, because I feel I don't know. It's it's, just, it, it depends on the individual, right? Yeah. Like, I can't yes. I can't say that I would consider this movie offensive. Like, I didn't find anything. Uh, let me let me see if my because it's because it's like notes. it's wading into like gender ideas. And like stereotypes and stuff, and so this made me think like, I don't know, is is this problematic? Well, this is a movie that's begging for gay panic, and I I only wrote down one moment where there was like a very slight like, no, no, we're not we're not together, kind of thing. But that's it. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't so because I I went through and I read a ton of reviews from I. What I've been doing, like, on cinema is anytime we're recording something, I go back and read reviews that are, you know, at the time. And I did read, and I don't remember, I want to say it was from, it was either the LA Times or it was Empire, I can't remember which, but somebody had written, um, their whole piece was about how offensive the movie was because it's just playing into stereotypes of, like, oh, women are so emotional, and they, when they get pregnant, they cry at, you know, commercials and all this stuff. It's so crazy, and... Um, for me, like reading that, I was like, whoa, I don't read it that way at all. Like that, the movie doesn't hit me like that, but I mean, it might hit that way for some people. I really don't know. I wasn't offended by it. Okay. I, I want to clarify. I wasn't, it's just getting into territory. The, yeah. 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 Territory works. Like I could see this becoming a topic of like, uh, some, uh, like, Buzzfeed type site being like 90s movies are, are offensive that you don't remember or something. Oh yeah, absolutely. This would be on there. I'm sure. I don't. I don't see it. I don't. The the. I mean, that's because I'm not the right person to call. Uh, whether it's offensive or not, right? I'm. I'm a. Yeah, I don't. Quite I don't male. see it that way at all. But I definitely. I see what Spencer's saying. I could see them, like especially something like Buzzfeed. That is the perfect type of. Well, outlet yeah. that would be like oh man this is this is problematic yeah it's a minimum amount of research yeah i, I yeah i get that uh no the the good people of buzzfeed right? i think allison wilmore or yeah used to wrote write for them so i can't be that down on them um what was i going to say i was going to say okay so the scene the scene where uh, arnold is watching a commercial 
and crying because of the contents of the commercial. First of all, uh, when did... Uh, oh, crap. What is it called? Ah, no. Oh, no, no. Why did it... The movie is called... Winona Ryder, Ethan Hawke, Janine Garofalo... Oh, Reality Bites? Reality Bites has an exact same scene where she's watching, she's, you know, unemployed, sitting on the couch, and she starts crying because it's like a family thing, and it turns out to be like a a Visa commercial. And uh, Schwarzenegger's doing the same thing. And, like, the joke of there is not that he is acting feminine. The joke is that big, strong Arnold Schwarzenegger is crying because of a commercial. And as an older man who is probably more hormonal than he ever was, I sometimes I get choked up at stupid little things like that too. But I'm yeah. also pregnant. <laughs> but that's the thing is like just as people, like that's why this isn't offensive, because like I've gotten sometimes when you're in the right mood, weird stuff will just hit you differently. And I've definitely watched a commercial and been like, oh man, that that was that was a lot. And it's yeah. and then afterwards you're like it's done and you're like I'm an idiot like what is wrong with me and it's like oh just human emotions and hormones cool yeah yeah uh, I think the 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 things that were interesting to me as an adult as opposed to when I watched this when I was much younger was that uh, I thought that Emma Thompson and Schwarzenegger had like chemistry which is crazy because I you like. I'm gonna write down a list of things that I think they have in common. Uh, they're both actors, okay? Uh, European. They're both in the movie Junior. Oh yeah, <laughs> European. There we go. But like that scene where they're, especially when they're interacting, like he's like, "Oh, you look gorgeous," and she's like, "Oh, you're, pra- you're practically glowing." Like they they have chemistry, and the the same way he has chemistry with like Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, yeah, True True Lies during that dance part. Mm-hmm. So, I don't I don't know. Um, it's. I, I think a lot of things work in it that way. Uh, I, I, but uh, yeah. Spencer, it sounded like you were going to say uh, another note. Um, I like that. Like it's it's absurdly goofy, but it's so sincere with everything. And uh, it could have been like this. I like a little more. Like I could see this uh, with someone else being like more ironic and more detached. And this is like no, we're taking this idea seriously. And that's where a comedy comes from. And, like, that's, for me, why I like... Part of why I like this movie so much is that, like, it's just so genuine and sincere. And, like, yes, this is a movie where Arnold gets pregnant. Mm-hmm. Do you, <laughs> take the other two off the poster. <laughs> yeah. And his name is, uh, if you remember, Dr. Hess. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Gondren Hess. Yeah, I had a note. I was like, I wonder, I wonder if this will come up. <laughs> and Emma Thompson's last name is Conja. No wait. Uh, <laughs> if only. All right. I, I got uh, more. I got more stuff to get into. But I have a quote talk. written down that <clears throat> I specifically wrote this because I I thought of Spencer and mm-hmm. only. It'll make sense. It's going to sound weird now that I said it that way, but it makes sense. So at one point, I think it's uh, Danny DeVito turns to Arnold and he's like, strong swimmers, big load, way to go. And then I was like, (laughs) cut to Twitter. And it's just Spencer, Anthony Mackie. Yep. (laughs) All the sperms. It's just like, this is like set up, teed perfectly for you. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. it definitely is. (laughs) Uh, But... uh, uh, 
Oh, uh, a couple things that stuck out to me before I get into like other other stuff is that um, Anna Gunn was a receptionist at the end, towards the uh, at the women's shelter, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, I forgot her name right from Breaking Breaking Bad. The wife. Oh, yeah, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yeah, and uh-huh. that that was shocking because like I I've only ever seen her in like modern stuff, never anything. Like yeah. pre Breaking Bad, and seeing Christopher Maloney with hair, very briefly in the beginning. Yeah, he's got Christopher Maloney has hair. What are you talking about? On, on SVU, he's always had like uh, had like the, a shortcut. Right. Oh, you mean longer hair? He's okay. got like yeah, it's like a shag. We get it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ada Ada Totoro. I've never seen in anything but The Sopranos. So. She pop. She has popped up. I have been rewatching The Sopranos, and she pops up in so much stuff. I just watched something else not too long ago, and she was in it, and I was like, "Hey, it's her." Yeah. yeah. Looking at my list here. What about Bob? <laughs> Fallen. I'm not gonna rewatch that. But hmm. uh, and uh, Pamela Reed is Devito's ex-wife. She's. I love mm-hmm. Pamela Reed. Um, well, first off, I was like, oh, who's this hot redhead? And then I was like, oh, that's Leslie, Mo- Leslie Nope's mom from uh, Parks and Rec. <laughs> I, uh, I was, and then she's one of those people I've seen in multiple things that I never really... She's in Kindergarten Cop as well. She's his partner. Yeah, she's one of those people like, I've always, I've seen a bunch. It's like, I just never really knew what her name was. It's just always yeah. like, she's one yeah. of those, oh, it's that person. Yeah, I like her. I, I only know her from these those two movies, Junior and Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, you don't watch sitcoms, so you don't know Parks and Rec. I, I watched a sitcom just recently, I'll have you know. Uh, which, which, what's the sitcom? It's, it's about a guy named Jojo, and he has some sort of bizarre adventure. That's a sitcom, right? <sighs> okay, fine. Hmm? <laughs> I would think you, you would watch Community, like, back when it first aired or something like that. that is, yes, I've watched the first three seasons of Community. Yeah, I stopped. I liked oh. it at the beginning, but I stopped. Oh, back, back when I used to think things were funny. Oh. <laughs> uh, drunk history was okay, but it wasn't very accurate. Which I mean, it's drunk history would. I expect. mean, I mean, they're drunk. They're, it's, that's part of. <laughs> that's the fun of it. <laughs> I mean, they're the crippling alcoholics. <laughs> Every single one of them. Uh, the chimps. I, I appreciate a good chimp, but I was worried uh, because I know chimps are super dangerous. But yeah, I remember on Unspooled on the King Kong one, they had the the interviewer, uh, they interviewed a, an ape expert, and mm-hmm. the expert said, uh, "We should not use apes in movies because uh, train them. You have to take them from their mothers when they're very young, and that's very dangerous. And like, uh, basically, don't use apes or anything like that for movies." And mm-hmm. so, so now when I see apes in movies, it makes me sad. Knowing, like, well, that ape tip probably didn't want to be there. Yeah. Then you get stories, like, which this isn't a good... It is a happy story, but it's, like, sad. Um, Johnny Weismuller, he played Tarzan, you know, like, the old Tarzan films. Uh-huh. There was a co-star that he had that was a chimpanzee named Cheetah. And uh, after he had kind of retired... Cheetah was going to be sent to like a testing facility, basically, mm-hmm. and he what? stepped in. He stepped in, adopted her, and um, it was written in his will after he died that they had to like maintain her entire 
like everything that she was used to. So she would ride on the golf cart to go get mail and eat popcorn and like, because mm. I mean, she'd been conditioned to like wear clothes and it's it's kind it's like messed up, but it's like the best scenario ending for that type of you know situation. But yeah. um, it was in his estate that they had to take care of of the cheetah of cheetah. It was very oh. sweet. That's it's nice. like it's like one of those messed up Hollywood stories. But it's like oh, like he was a good guy. I like that he did huh. that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the best I can hope for. This could be this could have been terrible, or this is terrible. But yeah, it could have been much worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like more on like the gender stuff with this. Um, what, uh, do you think like uh, they're trying to make uh, how do I say this right? Like uh, with the way um, Emma Thompson is dressed, she's always wearing pants. Usually, and like it's, it's a gender swap. Yeah, and like she's the more masculine, like appearing one, because you know Arnold's pregnant, so that's like, quote unquote, not like not quote unquote, like but not like masculine, and like some of that gender stuff is interesting. And like, was that on purpose or it's like kind of like I th- I think uh, it was purposely done because to me it's it seems so, I mean it is like such a difference and it's not even just like she's dressing for the times it's i mean she is it's very 90s but she i don't know it's like her entire energy comes across as more masculine to me and mm. his comes across as more feminine especially like the further we go in but even towards the beginning i feel like he's a little bit more uh and we're just talking about gender like stereotyping basically like he's more meek and and quiet compared to her where she's very loud and like aggressive Mm. Yeah, he he comes off as stern and like unapproachable, but he doesn't come off as like uh, angry or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, but to me, it's like he's not like I don't know. It's like and part of the joke is like he's playing against type, and it's like stunt casting. But it, he, the whole draw of the movie again is the sincerity and authenticity of him playing it straight, and it just it it just seems like it's a little bit more. Yeah, I don't know. It's not his like. It's not like Predator. Like he, it's not Dutch. It's it's very 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 different. It's again. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if saying meek and mild is the right way, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like I also want to say passive, but like that's not also right. Worrying either. But yeah, but it's, it's more not, along those lines. It's it's not the standard Arnold. It's definitely his. He's. Uh, more. Uh, He's toning it down and being, he's not being an alpha male. Yeah. He no. Yeah. I mean, he he's like the Terminator in that he can just <laughs> be there and not have to say much, kind of things. And then you know, John Connor starts to teach him how to how to smile and stuff like that. And then him and Linda ha- Linda Hamilton have a baby together. Is uh what? No wait wait. Uh, the second half of the movie. No, is is Terminator fully functional like Data? A, I think so. I mean, there's a scene in Terminator 3 when when he's walking through the strip club that he happens to end up in the future, or the past, rather, for him from, and he's walking through naked. All the ladies are like, woo! I mean, in the first Terminator film, I don't know if we've talked about that. I feel like this got brought up before. Maybe it didn't. Maybe that was on our Pumping Iron episode. but It was. (laughs) There is, like, that film was not made to be... In high definition, HD. because you, like, you see a lot of Arnold in that. 
Yeah, no, that's the Terminator. It has a ball sack, I know that, but <laughs> I don't know about the the tool in the front. Yeah, tape it down. Yeah, and, and and on that note, what come out in HD uh from Criterion, The Piano, which is a great amazing film, but also you get to see in full HD Harvey Keitel. Man, you get to see a lot of Harvey just in general. Yeah, that's all just, over the place. Yeah. Like a bad lieutenant, right? Yeah. yeah same same year. Mm. Man, I same year as Junior? Yeah, same year as Piano. <laughs> Wow. P- piano, term, uh, not term, right? piano, bad lieutenant, and you get, you know, two uh, full frontal Harvey Keitel's. He was just, he was just naked. He went over to the next movie. Like, <laughs> I know I got a nude scene to film. Let's get it over with right now. Yeah, he <laughs> was probably uh, happy to work with um, Jane Campion because Abel is a lunatic. That's true. Well, was a lunatic. He's gotten sober over the years. Yep. Mm. Uh, but uh, apparently, um, her song, I think it went wrong reel or something, um, uh, that uh, his assistant on Bad Lieutenant in movies from that time uh, would basically just buy him crack uh, <laughs> in between like uh, shooting. And that was like yeah. the only thing his assistant would do for him. Yeah, early, early Abel's like yeah. author reels. Sometimes you gotta have a crack assistant. Yeah, that's a, that's all. Uh, this movie has my favorite Dracula in it. Ah, oh, Frank. Yep, and I think he he does just fine. Although he doesn't. Uh, I you know in a, in a movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger has a you know gets pregnant and eventually has the baby through a, you know whatever version of a cesarean they have to give him. I think the most unbelievable thing is that Frank Langella thinks he has any cards to play the entire movie. Is like, I know something's going on. I can help you. All these things like that. And then the end when he's got like the news, mm-hmm. news cameras out front. I'm like, this is an unrealistic yeah. turn for this character. Thumbs down. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but legitimately, I have a note about that too, where it's like his role, he's like, the uni- like he's the university like administrative something or another it's like mm-hmm. what is he doing why is he this invested in something that they're not paying for like it's very weird yeah yeah it feels like there's like 20 minutes missing of stuff about him because Hilary <laughs> will appear and be villainous and like the first moment you see him I'm like oh I don't trust this motherfucker Some- <laughs> something's up with him <laughs> <laughs> But like, like, but like, yes, well, like, there's a long stretch where he doesn't show up, and he shows up again. Like, oh yeah, it's the villain. I forgot he was in the movie. Right. Well, like in Ghostbusters, he's supposed to be the uh, the the EPA, EPA guy, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And you can't, you cannot top that actor whose name I'm drawing a blank on. Uh, but the in, guy has no dick. One. Yes, in assholery, like he's a, he plays a king asshole, and I I salute him. And Frank Langella is doing his best to do that, but he's not, he doesn't have the same kind of like, oh, I'm going to ruin everything for you, kind of like smarm to him. Uh, but did, did, I, I think Ivan Reitman has a thing against uh, government overreach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, EPA there, and then in this movie, <laughs> it's the FDA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the you FDA. can def- you definitely read, like, I've heard, I mean, this is old 
like all like from I, I feel like both all of us here have heard this, but like you could read Ghostbusters as a libertarian movie. Yeah. And right. I feel like you could read this as a libertarian movie in certain regards too, with the FDA um, mm. opinions uh, in the story. Which I don't know if maybe maybe he just writes that or like finds that in scripts, or maybe he is like that. I don't really know. I, it's just something people like. If if I had to pick a force that was big enough to that everyone could possibly be mad at. I don't think there's anything wrong with picking a government agency. I just think that the Environmental Protection Agency was a weird <laughs> choice. And the Food and Drug Administration, for the most part, seems to do okay. You know, they, I wish that they would go in there and actually, you know, regulate uh, supplements and shit like that. But I don't think they're... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Danny DeVito. You tell me. You tell me. Yeah. But, uh, uh, why don't you mention the physical comedy in this? And the, there are, there are a couple parts where, uh, just like in the background, it's not, it's not the focus where, like, someone would, like, trips and falls, and, like, every time that would get me. Cause there's yeah. one where, like, a rollerblader, like, almost runs into Emma Thompson, and then, like, I think actually does trip and fall, and, like, in she that. causes a lot of like background <laughs> incidents where it's like you're focused on her or like most people would be focused but it's like if you keep following the background it's like people just get wiped out yeah, yeah. She, she's the clumsy she's the person who's uh, <laughs> making all that you know when she makes her move on Arnold they fall off the couch and stuff like that and the, the toilet paper on the dance floor which was silly except eventually I, I'm glad nobody was like oh that poor woman or anything like that she just just went away because it's not really a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think she's very funny in this movie, like especially working off of Arnold's energy or whatever, whatever was going on. Like yeah. I think she does a pretty good job of just being a uh, the clueless thing that she was doing. It, it was kind of like a Hugh Grant does that a lot, like that. Oh, I don't. Uh, Oh my gosh, that's exactly, I'm so glad you said it. That's that energy. It's like that floppy-haired 90s boy just like, oh, I'm frazzled and I don't know what to do. It's like, that's exactly what she was doing. But, but the woman in this case is Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no, just, yeah. Oh, I just, um, I, I, um, Mr. Schwarzenegger, I find you quite attractive. I, I, um, I'm, I'm sorry to come out bluntly like that. I just, oh my, um. Yeah, there's that. That leads me to another thing. Um, the the scene where she does make her move on the couch when he's like, "Do you find my body disgusting?" You know, <laughs> um, there were so many opportunities for fat jokes in this movie, and I think the only one that seemed like it was kind of like a fat joke was when he goes to like the big and tall store and all the employees uh-huh. are also super fat. I, yeah. I go to big and tall stores and yeah, they, uh, the, the, for some reason they don't hire us to work there. <laughs> but oh, the, the, I recognize that guy too. Yeah. That's, he's a stand up. Yeah. John, I want to say John Pernash or something like that. Yeah. Uh, he, he had a special on Comedy Central. I would play a lot uh, when I was like in middle school and high school. Oh yeah, he was in that that not very good Punisher movie. What? Oh, I don't remember him in that at all. He plays Mr. Bumpo. 
Yeah, oh, I, should, I should rewatch that. Or maybe I shouldn't. I have limited time to watch movies now, so maybe I should save it for stuff I would like. Mm-hmm. That was the correct reaction to that. Maybe I should watch. Nah, I won't. I won't do it. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's gonna happen eventually. Yeah. I just I don't have to force it. Yeah, not to not to get political, but I'm kind of over the Punisher and like what oh, the Punisher has uh, become, and it's like oh no. He's I swear a, to God. He's just a serial killer at this point. Like it's it's mm. not it's not really fun anymore. It's just kind of retire to get rid of the character. We have no need for it anymore. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Now this the skull imagery has been so. That that is more of the thing for me is like people taking that image and just turning it into something. I don't know. I mean, it's what people do. It's it's pretty gross though. Yeah. It's a good way for me to know whether or not I want to talk to that person because it's like if somebody's wearing a Punisher t-shirt and I'd be like, oh, you like the Punisher? It's like, oh, yeah, I can, you know, I read comics and stuff like that. Okay, that's one person. Somebody's got it like on their truck and all this Bumper other stuff stickers, like that. Decals. The ch- yeah, the oh. chances are they're, they they probably A, don't read the Punisher, never read the Punisher, and B, really think that criminals are just bad and deserve to die, which is... <sighs> Very unchristian. <laughs> mm, yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Like, so, uh, yeah, the I Punisher. Mean, yeah. Starring Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd watch that film. Yeah. I'd watch the hell out of that. Yeah. Like, if someone says Punisher is their favorite Marvel character, and I'm going, like, hmm, I don't know if I want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> but he's really complicated. Mm hmm. Uh, maybe originally, but not anymore. No, he's not. Let's see. Morning sickness. Uh, he's like sick at the lab, and I made a note like him being sick at the lag lab. If you're sick, you shouldn't go into work. But I think that's just a COVID thing. <laughs> Why aren't you wearing a mask? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, there's something that we haven't really touched on that I it's another thing that it's just a layer that doesn't have to be in the film but I like that it is and Mm -hmm. it's something that's very on the nose but I do like with Danny DeVito and his um, ex-wife I it's you know we find out the beginning she's pregnant as well and they've been divorced for some time but (laughs) you know it's like someone in Aerosmith might have gotten her pregnant and he's like obsessed about it the whole time and it's just like driving him crazy because obviously like they're still very much in love like they're into each other but I love that he is a he has a fertility clinic and they're working on like the actual drug that Arnold's testing out which we haven't even really talked about any of like the basic plot of the film (laughs) so it's like they're is it expectane or expectant is the name of the the drug and basically it's supposed to help women stay pregnant right or people stay pregnant i should say and uh i think it's really sweet that he kind of put so much of his time and research and energy because him and his wife couldn't get pregnant into making this drug i don't it's just another thing where it's like it's very sincere it's very sweet Mm -hmm. yeah and uh Okay, so two scenes in this movie made me mad. Uh, oh. Made wh- you mad. Both involve cake. The first okay. cake is, it's like, it's Arnold's birthday, Dr. Hess's okay. birthday. 
He's in there eating my birthday cake. (laughs) (laughs) And it's... I think their joke is that Emma Thompson made a cake and she doesn't know how to cook because she's too busy Mm. being a scientist. And so the cake is lopsided and misshapen and gross. And it it just, just made me mad to be like, this is a Hollywood movie with Hollywood stars and the cake looks awful. This is this is disgraceful, and it it really didn't make me mad. <laughs> You're not suspending your disbelief there. This is this is a laboratory on a school Can I, campus. Wait a second. Okay. Legitimately, <laughs> you were watching this film. Mm-hmm. You saw a cake. It flashed on there, and you were like, "What the fuck Son is this?" Bitch. And yeah. you like get on the internet, <laughs> just writing notes like this shit. <laughs> uh, my my exact notes is. WTF is that piss poor cake. Trash cake. <laughs> Do you draw a picture of the cake? Like? No, that would have made me mad. I don't want to see that cake again. It's garbage. Mm. So what I was the second? A, second? A 3D model of the cake so I can expect every... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But thinking back, I do think the joke is that Emma Thompson made it and she's bad at, bad at cooking is a thing. Second <laughs> moment, the very end, when the baby, uh, Junior gets his foot in the cake Arnold like looks looks off his feet that oh. is just disgusting to me because i i hate feet yeah oh okay. my god but I, it's a baby yeah foot. see that's the thing is like i don't care I don't know I hate what, feet. no i get it i don't like feet either i'm fully with you but i can tell you like some people have a real thing for baby feet and it's real weird like i mean it is what it is but i just know my mom to her grandchildren is like She's like really into their little feet, and I'm like, that is super weird. But it's like, I okay, yeah, I I, I get what you mean, but I think it's normal. You guys are making me feel like a freak. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you know, like I, I think part of it is my job, and I see old man feet, and old yes, man sure. feet is uh, the kind of the most disgusting thing in the world because old men Obviously. don't know how to take care of themselves. Yeah. And, Obviously, uh, if an adult yes. accidentally steps in a cake, you're not gonna you're not gonna lick that cake okay. off an adult's feet. But babies are like the top, you know, their faces are a little it, spongy and their little hands are a little yeah, spongy. Yeah, yeah, little There's feet, little bread loaves. They're just they a little sponge tush. cake. It's yeah, a little tush. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's just like it's also kind of irrational because like if a, like if uh, someone's foot touches me in general, I have to like change my clothes immediately. Okay. 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 Wow. We need to talk about well, like, that because that's. Like, like, I guess I know. Like it, I have. I guess mild germ germ phobia with certain things, and yeah. feet just like gross me out. Mm. A lot. I. So I, I, did like I'm an esthetician. Like I'm. I don't practice, but I have my license, and mm-hmm. with that you do massage therapy and reflexology. So you're all up in feet a lot sure and um yeah no i don't like feet like people are absolutely i mean there's a lot of situations and it's like you know it i no judgment whenever you're doing something like that like truly but it's like it is hard sometimes where like people will come in it's not like they have a condition or anything but they just like don't wash their feet they have stink feet and just like are nasty and you're like I'm just going to put some Germex on my hand before I do this sanitizer, and then we'll just go through it. It's like you just push it down. You just don't even think about it because, like, you want people to feel comfortable. But it is kind of weird where people just don't have the common courtesy 
you know? Like, if you're going yeah. in for a thing where someone's specifically going to be all up on your feet, like, you know, you just think you'd be... I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that yeah. that should I'm, be something that is attached to the service. Like, okay, think. we're going to be working on your feet, then... Um, I'm going to need you to take off your shoes and put them into this uh, thing for a little bit so that we can get some dis- disinfectant. And also, it's warm, so it'll relax you, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. You know, just make it a whole thing. Oh, yeah. But uh, you can also just, like, tell them, no, your feet are disgusting. Get out of here. Get, get. <laughs> but what if they have little baby feet? No, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I should clarify, part of my job is, like, wiping people's butts and, like, yeah. uh, and feeding them by hand and stuff like that. That doesn't bother me. Just, like, feet is the one thing is, like, I, I, I can't. This is gross to me. It's so yeah. gross. Yeah, I definitely okay. wasn't, impl- like, I get, your with your job, it's like you do a you're you're in it a lot of the time so sure yeah okay you have a child it is your child <laughs> if, it, if it was my child it'd be different but and they're they they're on their back and they got mm-hmm. their little feet up in the ground and you're playing you're playing like a, a little kissy game you mm-hmm. wouldn't kiss a little baby foot if it was my child probably <laughs> yes. okay i just want to make sure it's your child in this case if it was your child joel probably not <laughs> i don't know what somebody wants me to kiss his feet is your baby I kiss my cat's feet. You know, I don't kiss the bottom of them because, you know, there's litter. But, oh, I, yeah. I, like, kiss my dog's feet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, Melanie, you're white. I have a question about uh, dogs. Do you let your mm-hmm. dogs lick your face? No. Okay. I, it's not that I am, like, if they come up and lick me, I'm not like, ugh. But it's like, no, I don't just, like, let it happen. Okay. But like, she's an esthetician. She knows. They also don't like, um, like they don't do like that's not their thing. Like half the time, Peanut, my dog that passed away, he like his whole thing. He wouldn't lick you unless you were annoying him, and he wanted you to get away from him. He would just start licking the hell out of your arm or something, so you'd leave him alone. Oh, and that's funny. Gobs doesn't really like that's not his love language. You could say he doesn't lick mm. faces, but I mean, yeah, I. I, I don't yeah okay. I don't know I, I, heard, I allow it I've heard it's a it's a white people thing of like really being into it oh like there are some people that like let their dogs like lick in their mouth I feel like that's like Ugh. a yeah that's yeah a line. that's like wow. like every okay the weirdest thing I think I do with little creatures is like their ears I'll like I'll like nibble but not nibble it's like a gumming like where you're you just like pop 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 on their ear which is weird but like i think that's probably like the most eccentric thing that i do i don't kiss my dog on his face right i mean that's that's like about love right yeah it's not because you you want to eat that animal's ear you don't want to eat that animal's ear do you like i don't eat it a little bit oh no (laughs) that's how i feel about baby's feet i'm gonna eat this whole fun uh yeah no no i don't want anything uh yeah. Now you're making me think about my my huh. foot thing or kissing baby feet because it's like, yeah, I I wouldn't put a baby's foot in my mouth, you know, and, and I guess that's what Schwarzenegger is kind of doing, but yeah, I don't know. It's I mean, I guess I just wouldn't want like, it's like the kids stepped in the cake and then he licks. I don't know. I mean, it's it's sweet. I don't know. Parents do that stuff. It's yeah. sweet. Like it didn't bother me, but I do. I think the more ridiculous thing is that you were highly offended by the first cake being a shit cake. <laughs> yeah, that's that. I guess that's 
cake trauma. I don't know. A new it, podcast, Cake Trauma. It just made me... Does, oh my gosh, I could... I, there's so many movies right now that I can just think of with like bad cakes, like Sleeping Beauty. Does that cake bother you? One of the fairies are making the cake and the cake's falling down the broom. Do you know what mm. I'm talking about? I haven't I, I haven't like watched any like classic Disney movies in a very long time. It's a messy cake, Spencer. You're going to hate it. <laughs> Wait, Snow White, you said? No, no. Sleeping, Sleeping Beauty. Beauty. Yeah, that's one I haven't seen, honestly, like, probably, like, 20 years. Oh, you should. The backgrounds are beautiful. That was was one. That was one as a kid. I was like, that's a girl movie. I'm not watching that. (laughs) So there there are a number of them I watched only at school because I was forced to. (laughs) That that I kind of want to rewatch this to see, like... Okay, I, I, I can appreciate this now. I think you would appreciate the artistry in it. It's really, really pretty. Yeah. I think that's was Mary Blair one of the artists on that. I think maybe I don't know. Uh, uh, who was it? But my favorite Disney classic Disney is Alice in Wonderland, which mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. might be a quote unquote girl movie, but it's kind of has always been my favorite one. It's, it's it's not a movie that focuses on the fact that Alice is a girl, okay. other than. It, like in the beginning, it's almost like a challenge because it's like you have to do your book learning and all this stuff because you're not going to be able to, you know, you have to be an adult about this kind of stuff. This is the only time you're going to get to do it. It's like, well, I don't want to do that. Maybe I want to live in a fantasy world and kiss babies' feet, you know, and it just never happens. I feel yeah. like that is all of us. Oh, you just want to live in a fantasy world? It's like, okay, second life, the internet. Yeah. <laughs> but she didn't have it back then. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. she signed online. <laughs> So many books have started that way, I, I am sure. Let's yeah. see. Uh, okay, so we, we figured out the cake thing. Yes. That's good. Um, How you, What did you guys think about Tracy Walter showing up all of a sudden at the end of the movie? Who dat? Remind me. Uh, he's Bob the Goon in, the, in Batman 89. He's uh, Repo Man. He's... Uh, I can't remember the name of his character. I, I still have he's, never. He's I, a janitor. I still have uh, never. I have a seen note a, about it. Uh, um, I think it just says, "Oh, Bob the Goon." Spencer, you know, Repo Man is like my favorite movie, right? Yes. I. Okay. So. Yeah. And it, your favorite movie is the Baby. That is very one of my favorite <laughs> movies. Yeah. So I I think what we should do is neither of us should ever watch each other's favorite movies. Uh, I'm this weekend. I might watch 2001 finally, but oh, okay. I don't Ooh. know. That's real good. Uh, Tracy Walter is not in 2001 though, but he is just suddenly in this as the janitor guy. And I was like, "Hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, you're not really part of the movie. It's nice to see you. <laughs> oh, I know Tracy Walter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that guy. Yeah, yeah, he's that. Fine, I'll say it. He's in a movie that I find comforting for weird personal reasons that a lot of people hate. I get why. 31, he's in the very beginning. He's a weird old man. And I saw. 31? Yeah, the Rep Zombie one. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if you're listening oh. to this and you hate it, don't tell me. It's fine. I, if you, I, I assume everyone, everyone listening probably hates it too. It, no. I get it. it I really love Richard Brake in it. Well, I find Rob Zombie to be extremely comforting. 
personally. Yeah. Which, yeah, which I, I, mean, which, I, I know. It's just the thing that I still get upset over and people get, like, if I mention it, and I immediately get, like, backlash of, like, okay, yeah. I don't care. I don't shit on everything you like if you say you like something. Yeah, I don't, that's like a weird thing where it's like if you, on the internet, where it's like, oh, I like this thing, or you, you just post about a thing, and oh, you always is, have those yeah. people that give you like a billion facts about it, and you're, not to be like, listen, I know, I really like this movie, it's like, yeah, finding, it, engage, like, that's fine, like, we're cool, fact guys, bring it, whatever, but you always have those people that are like, this movie fucking sucks, and it's like, why are you commenting? Like, why, why are you yeah. telling me this? No, Obviously, I posted it. I liked it. It's happened in person with friends. It's like, okay, oh. I don't shit on the things you like. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I don't know if we talked about this at all. I feel like maybe we did, but that was a thing that kind of surprised me where so many people hated the Rob Zombie uh, like Halloween and then Halloween two, mm-hmm. it kind of surprised me how people really loved Halloween uh, 2018 because there were a lot of things in that film that reminded me more of the zombie oh. films than the Carpenter films. Okay, like, mm. okay, thank you for bringing it up. That bothered me in that movie. It's like, oh, weird. The things you cape out that one, <laughs> you seem to not care. Okay, yeah, I don't get yeah. it. And Halloween Kills is even more. It's like. I haven't seen it yet, but... Oh. Um, but I think it's just fine. Kind of yeah. forgettable. But it's like, oh, people like this, but you hate the... All right. Fine. <laughs> I'm not going to question it. Yeah, it's but it's weird, because I was like, tonally, I was like, man... Like, I'm like looking around like, am I the only one that's feeling like this is a lot like some of like zombie stuff? But I feel like he did a lot of things better, personally. Mm. Yeah, so. 20, yeah, 2018 one. Uh, I'll say it... Uh, I saw it once in the theater, and the movie is fine overall. But my favorite part was these two teens were cracking jokes the whole time. Oh but they yeah! Were, but they were actually really funny. Mm-hmm. Is a thing in the audience? Yeah, in the audience. And oh, okay. um, the yeah, and it was just like every every ten minutes there'd be a great joke, and it's like yeah, I'm not gonna leave. This is actually pretty. This is making You're like I appreciate better. this commentary track. Yeah. Mm. I I would have thrown my soda at their heads and then pulled well, them out of the theater. They're right by next to me, so that's they would have been dead. Dead, there'd be blood all over my hands. I would have been the new uh, Michael Myers if they weren't cracking jokes the whole time. I honestly would have been a, a bit more bored during the movie. If if we're at the cheap theater, you know, you pay three to one to three dollars for your ticket or whatever. That's that's fine. You know, uh, what? where I live, we whatever. have the multiplex. And mm-hmm. if you're military, you have the cheap theater. If you're not military, you don't have a cheap theater. You have the multiplex. Well, <laughs> then all the more this this is sacrosanct. This is this is church. You don't if why did you pay ten to twelve dollars to come talk during a movie? Go See, go away. And that is why I I like the Alamo because they it does like they keep stuff quiet. Yep. Yeah. Well, not all of us live in a place where we have a lot of theater options. I know, I know, I know. We just got an Alamo. We don't actually have that many theater options. It's kind of weird that we got one. Mm. Our second run theater went out too. We had, uh, like, it was like our cheapy theater where tickets were three dollars, and they would play a lot of, um, like, old thirty-five millimeter for a long time after everyone stopped doing it. It was really cool. Yeah. And uh, they shut down, I think, 
was like right after the Alamo came in, so it was kind of like, ugh. That was like the mm. final nail in the coffin. We have uh, one art theater in the state that has mm. one screening room and about 12 seats. Mm. So they are very selective in what they play. And I was hoping maybe they're going to pick the French the French Dispatch, the new Wes Anderson. And they picked like um, Annette or Halloween something. Halloween Oh, <laughs> Amazon. I forgot. Some, some other movie I had no interest in watching. It's like, okay. So this will be the one movie you play for the next five months. Got it. They they chose he's all that. I wouldn't put a pass on to pick that. Yeah. They pick weird stuff. They care to like old white people. It, so. Our change. art theater does as well. We have an art theater downtown. It's super super small, like independently ran, and it, that is the worst freaking crowd to go because it's old rich white people that talk through the entire movie. And they drink, oh. they serve wine, like, in the oh. in the room. And it's the snootiest thing. I watched, oh, what was it, The Beguiled there, the uh, Sofia Coppola oh, yeah. remake. And I about lost it. It was just, like, they were, people were being so rude and so loud. And it was just, like, laughing at things. It, like, not you have your reaction, that's fine. But it's just, like, there's a point where you're, like, and I didn't even like that movie that much. But it's, like, I just want to watch it. Like, what are we doing? Mm. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah, I love that movie so much. I saw it twice in the same weekend. I re- I think it's really pretty. I don't I don't like it. I prefer the original for for different reasons. I wouldn't I, say I prefer it. It's a rough story, but I didn't even know there was an original when I saw it. It's just like you find Clint I, Eastwood much more attractive than Colin. I well, Harry. okay. Yeah. Okay. That that wasn't it solely, but yeah. No. I I just <laughs> oh, think he's from, a better actor. Yeah. Yeah, Clint, well, yeah. Yeah, Colin is good at... He's gotten better with age. I'll say that. Yeah. But, uh, like, for me, like, at first off, I didn't know there was... It was a remake until after I saw it. I was like, people hate this? Oh, okay. <laughs> and oh, then, see, I thought most people liked it. I no, I I think it, it... I think initially it was, it was very well-received, and mm-hmm. then, like, at least film Twitter was like, no! Yeah, see, I felt like I was, like, the odd man out because I didn't really care for it, and... I get. Yeah. I was just in my own little bubble, apparently. Yeah. And I, I've, I've. That's only Sofia Coppola I've seen. I've been meaning to watch Ooh. the the Bill Murray one because, mm-hmm. like, when it came out, I was at the age when I first saw Evil Dead Two. I was like, I'm not going to watch Oscar movies because <laughs> Oscar movies are bullshit. And I don't know why <laughs> I thought that at 13. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lost in Translation is good, and uh, I like Marie Antoinette. It's not like. It, I mean, I just think visually it's really pretty. That's the thing with her films. I like the way they look, even if I don't really... There's always something I like about them. I'll say that. Yeah. I've watched most of The Virgin Suicides, and it was good. I just didn't finish for whatever reason. Yeah. yeah. I kind of prefer the movie to the book, even though it's very similar. Hmm. Yeah, but, uh, but uh, the reason I, I, I even was interested in Beguiled was... Uh, uh, Elle Fanning because she was in the Neon Demon, which was one of my favorite movies of the past decade. Oh uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, Elle Fanning is the coolest, and I have to watch everything she's in. And it kind of stopped there because I was kind of. I think the next movie was that <laughs> Ben Affleck movie that kind of went, came and went. And I was like, uh, I don't have to keep up with everything she makes. <laughs> I don't have to keep up with Elle. 
she's in a uh, a movie that uh, directed by um, what's his name, Cameron Mitchell. The the uh, musical one, Hedwig and the Angry Inch Guy. Yeah, uh, I can't. Re- oh, it's called to How to Pick Up Girls in oh, what is it called? Anyways, it's it's an interesting movie and she's good in it but it's not i wouldn't call it good she's playing like a an alien oh i know what you're talking about first time i can't remember what it's called though i know you're talking about yeah it's like how to pick up girls at a party or something like that yeah is it andrew garfield or is it tom john cameron mitchell what's his name um it wasn't anybody that i can remember my like, we're just saying names. I know. It's, my memory is one of those like young British actors who like is now really big, but I might be misremembering that. I'm looking how to, how to talk to girls at party 2017. John Cameron Mitchell, starring Elle Fanning and a person named Alex Sharp, who I've never oh. heard of. Maybe before. all those like British people look the same to me then. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. British people specifically. <laughs> Yeah, Al- Al- Alistair and Michael Caine, all the same. Mm. Andrew Garfield, Andrew Lincoln, Andrew... Other uh, Andrew Garfield, the Trump president? No, I don't know. Other presidents, yeah. Mm-hmm. All the same. It's got Ruth Wilson in it, I didn't remember that. Oh, I like Ruth Wilson. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, I like her as uh, um, on, uh, on Luther, she's a redhead. Also, definitely. she's also really good in that. Also, she's a stone-cold killer. Well, yeah, but also in that, it's like, oh, I'd let her kill me. <laughs> I'd fall oh, for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Don't let's not get into that. Uh, let's see. What what else do we want to say about this movie? It's okay. So, uh, I feel like I, I like when it comes down to memorable scenes, it, it all starts to become way more like funny when when he's going through the process which it makes sense that's what the movie is about but it uh, he becomes less funny when he is more sensitive in my you know in opinion when he's like touch my you know not not the the skin soft part cuz that <laughs> that did make me laugh it's in the trailer uh but like you know, eating with the other woman <laughs> I love that scene. I like just two pregnant just just going for it and uh, I, I like how mind. you're right <laughs> I like it like I like Pamela I just like how it's like she comes in interrupts them with their canoodling on the couch whatever Emma Thompson leaves and then it's like she's kind of annoyed like they have this weird friction where they're both kind of jealous of Danny DeVito and they're not really saying that and then she smells something and she's like what is that and it's like they just chow down. I like that scene. I think it's sweet. Again, there's mm. so much so much in this film that it's like, it should just be a dumb, funny thing. Because it's like, oh, there's Arnold. It's like, he's he's being pregnant again. And it's sweet to me. I don't know. No, you're, you're, totally, you're totally right. It's just, uh, I don't know what the hell I was talking about. Because I do <laughs> like that scene, now that you've <laughs> talked about it. And I like the, the, once again, those two actors have a lot of chemistry. Mm-hmm. You know, based on how they were working before but i really think that 
that's like a way Arnold Schwarzenegger would eat with his friends. Like, oh yeah, we just toss everything on the table, and, you know, it's buffet style. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna work it off later. It doesn't even matter. You know? <laughs> yeah, it'd be buffet style with not a lot of seasoning because it's European. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dip that spare rib in the mashed potatoes. Yeah, it's real good. <laughs> not a doing lot, a very good Arnold. But. A lot of mustard. It'd be it'd, be, mustard. it'd be gross. Uh, I'm not mm. a fan of that German food. <laughs> Oh, that um, that reminds me to go way, 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 way back to one of our beginning parts of this conversation. <laughs> Stallone, as opposed to Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the reason why Stallone has done way more roles of being crappy in basically the same genre is because Schwarzenegger married somebody who was from a rich family, and so. That that gave him the ability to be a little bit more choosy about the the kind of parts. Like I was watching an interview with him for this, and he's like, like you know, they they tell me I can't do the role, you know, but I, I show them that I can do the role, and that's that's what you have to do. They looking at the camera, like you have mm-hmm. to don't let anybody tell you you can't do what you want to do. I'm like, well, from a place of privilege, I I appreciate the uh, encouragement, um, but thank you. I get that, but the. Th- I, we just did an episode on Pumping Iron, and it's all about his, like, that is like, 1975 run of bodybuilders and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. um, him talking. It's legitimately, it's such a fun documentary. I don't know if you both have seen it, but it's so, it's really interesting, and it's funny. But Arnold, I don't even know what it, like, he had this thing, because he was a kid that, um, he had a lot of, like uh kind of like body dysphoria like he was a very skinny little kid he was made fun of and Mm. um you know his family was you know they're austrian and he had kind of not a rough upbringing but it's like he wasn't he, he was bullied he was you know pushed around and then he kind of just set his mind that he was going to go into bodybuilding and he was like i'm gonna be one of the biggest stars in this and like that's what i'm doing and he did that and then it's like he's like well i'm gonna go be a movie star now like i've done this and then he did that it's just it's crazy to me how someone can just point to something and it's like i'm gonna do that and then do it like i i do think he worked really hard to get where he is even though it's like like he's probably a very different person now living in like being the biggest star on the planet for a while and then marrying someone who is insanely wealthy it would give you a, a place to where that hunger and drive probably is um, not the same. Yeah. Also, when he, he came to America, he got into real estate. And, like, like he's a savvy businessman, like, behind the scenes. He's, yeah. Like, he knows how to make money. He's yeah. smart. Him and Franco Colombo, they're both, they're, well, Franco is past, but they're both very smart. Yeah, the the craziest thing about Arnold I I learned in research was that his dad was a was, was a Nazi. That what? His dad was a Nazi. Uh, mm. Gustav Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I uh, that never really comes up, but I don't know it's, it's although like it shouldn't have been a surprise given Arnold is like in his seventies, and so like, if you do the math real quick, it's like. Oh yeah, that probably would have yeah. would have been the Checks case. Out. I wouldn't assume anything about anybody's family history, you know, but 
that's it sounds like that was purposely left out yeah. and rightfully so yeah you know. And, like, even if he, like, running for governor yeah. here in California as a conservative and stuff like that, the things that he said after he after he was out of office and stuff like that, it's, it's like, yes, I wish you had the backbone to stand by the things that you now are saying back when you actually had a little bit of power yeah. to do something. But I still appreciate the fact that, like, be, he became a... It, it kind of the pre-Trump, like, this is a guy we can respect because I saw him in a movie once, you know, kind of thing. And, and now... It, it's like I that like... Reagan thing. <laughs> we won't get into it. I'm just saying. <laughs> fucking Reagan. I fucking hate him. Anyways, uh, but, like, I, I like to imagine, you know, him being, like, human rights or, you know, all, whatever, universal rights yeah. and all that stuff like that. Like... I'm hoping that some people that followed him because he was a conservative are are kind of being like, you know, if Schwarzenegger says it, like still maybe listening. gays shouldn't be exterminated. Yeah. You know. Although, like, in fairness about his dad, maybe his dad was a Nazi just to survive. I, I, don't, I don't personally know, but... It's very complicated. Yeah, it is complicated. Much like the history of Ronald fucking Reagan. Anyways. No, Reagan was always scum. <laughs> Uh, it, uh, wasn't it like Nancy was the one who said going to politics you'll make more money or some shit like that I don't know if that's a true quote or if that's no. just but yeah that's n- no no that's something she, I've heard she she played a part in it probably to some uh, oh big time yeah yeah because he was like trash. a labor leader in Hollywood and stuff like that and it's like uh, I don't I don't know who did what whatever the the amount of evil that one person is capable of and years echoing like uh, yeah one time one time i made a mistake and googled mm-hmm. uh reagan ronald reagan and in uh, itunes mm-hmm. and about 20 different podcasts came up that were specifically reagan oriented and i'd say about two of them were negative yeah so, uh oh i should keep this brief in case the person ever hears this uh, someone I dated in high school, uh, she, uh, uh, read multiple books on Reagan and other, like, famous conservatives, which should have mm-hmm. been a red flag at the time, but it wasn't, and, um... No, you, you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> and she worked on Christine O'Donnell's Senate campaign. Hmm. Remember Christine O'Donnell? The Delaware, yeah. um, uh, Tea Partier who, her big big controversy was she went to a Wicca festival when she was 16 and conservatives were like I thought you were a Christian and you went to a Wicca festival and she had to and she made a big statement <laughs> I'm not excited I'm not a witch I'm a Christian and she wanted to outlaw masturbation she yeah Christina, that should be outlawed yeah. it's taking up way too much time <laughs> yeah and uh oh boy there should be specific masturbation booths that you have to schedule in advance <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I've gone loco. Um, that Who I mean, knew that's that like, the junior podcast would get so political, guys. <laughs> this is what I want. <laughs> I'm so glad that uh, you guys are with me on this journey. And I, I love that the the final moment of junior is they're like, 
uh, Dan DeVito, I guess you're gonna have a baby next. And it's so cheesy, but it's like, oh, this is great. This is this is what I needed. <laughs> yeah. I, I the twist should have been that the baby was Danny DeVito, and <laughs> the whole time he was like a hologram from the future. Thank you for giving birth to me. It's like we did this in the Terminator, kind of, but now it's like Junior. Yeah. I don't think he could handle having a baby. That would probably kill him, poor guy. I mean, he's just like really short. Probably has back problems already. Yeah, maybe. These are the things I worry about. Yeah, do you think they're still friends? I hope so. Aren't, isn't twins actually, or twin, triplets, isn't that for sure happening with Tracy Morgan? I don't even know. That's the last. <laughs> the last time I heard was. I that. thought, yeah, I was thought there the was case. like an announcement last month, but honestly, I don't know if it was legit or not. I've been yeah. hearing talk for years. I don't know if that's ever going to happen again. I like to imagine that Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito heard that news and went, "Who?" Is no. <laughs> <laughs> it Tracy Morgan or was it Kevin? Kevin Hart. Hart? Oh. No, I. Th- I think that. The mm. announcement that I I saw last month it, it said Tracy Morgan again. Mm. I think it. Mm. I saw. A, I read it. I saw a headline. Let's be real. I didn't click into it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, they, I, they didn't pick Kevin Hart because they wanted somebody who was actually taller than Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I I found Arnold quotes and I wrote down uh, a few of them. I replaced certain with, with Junior, but it's. I don't feel like going through them, honestly. You don't? <laughs> no, that's okay. Just pick one. Uh, uh pick one? <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, I've I already done, uh, like, it's not a junior already, but uh, on the previous episode. But a good <laughs> one is... Where is it? Put the junior down. It turns out like it, it, it. There's a lot of Arnold quotes you can re- replace a word with Junior, and it fits. Yeah. Slash makes it funnier. No. Yes. Yeah. I'll be Junior. Uh. He's in my house eating my Junior. No. <laughs> okay. Never mind. Uh. Oh. Okay. Uh. We we've been going for like an hour, but there is there's definitely something I do want to talk about. Uh, a scene that I found like incredibly effective and I don't know if the movie did it but my reaction was like yeah I get this it was when um, Emma Thompson finds out that it was her egg that they stole Mm -hmm. and put into him without her permission I was like her being upset Everyone's treated like in the, in the movie they treat it like yeah she she's upset but the the level of upset that I think a person would actually be because that's like such a violation of like on so like, many different levels like yeah it's, like yeah I don't even know it it like I'm I'm trying to like compare it to the idea of like somebody getting an organ transplant but it's not even the same thing as that. Because it is because, essentially someone stealing your kid. Like, I mean, in in a in a way, it's like that's it's bizarre. Yeah, it's so it's, bizarre. Yeah, incredibly to, to, personal. To bring up uh, even uh, uglier issue, it's Henrietta Lack. It's kind of a similar shit. It's the what? I'm sorry. Yeah, you blurped out. Oh, Henrietta Lack. 
Oh. Yeah. What the hell are you guys talking about? You really don't know what we're talking about? Okay, she... No. Uh, okay. Oh, wait, no. The, I do know what you're talking about. The black woman who had uh, cervical cancer? The immortal cells? Yes. And yes. Uh, her family, it took like five decades for the medical industry to finally uh, uh, pay the family for everything that came of it. Uh, yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if if only she had like fallen in love with one of the people who had gotten some of those cells. And no, that's not even funny. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's but not funny. That's what they try to do in this, you know, movie. Is like, oh, it's okay now. They fell in love. They're gonna raise the baby together. Yeah. I think that in this instance, the only, it's like they clearly already and it's a family comedy, so of course they're ushering us along to a certain point, but. It's like they have chemistry. They're already into each other. They're like things are already forming. So she's pissed. But it's like they do have such a natural chemistry, as weird as it sounds. Like it works on screen. And I do kind of like that she goes from being pissed, like in a righteous way. It's like obviously it's completely like she has every right to be mad. And then she's just like, all right, well, we're going to have sex because I'm not having a baby with someone I haven't slept with, so let's do, get this done. Like, to me, it's very, it's just funny, and I like, once again, that it's kind of playing with those traditional gender roles. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's like, it's messy, but messy in a way that I love and find endlessly fascinating. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's just, like, uh, like this might be the most controversial thing I've ever said on a podcast, but I think oh. I like Arnold uh, non-action roles over action roles because I'm not the biggest fan of like the big muscle and gun type action movies in general. Mm. I well, do. I agree with that to an to an extent because I do love the muscle. Like I I love action films and I love action Arnold, but I don't think you get to see his personality until he does these comedies. Like, you don't really, you don't get the sense of, oh, he, because with Stallone, again, to just keep comparing those two, um, it's like you see those softer sides and the more subtle parts of his acting, and you don't get that with Arnold's wheelhouse until you get these, and in in true lies later, so, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, I love action movies. It's like the the 80s big Hollywood gun-focused ones, like, like the Stallone like a cobra or stuff like that like i like fine but i prefer like kickboxer or blood sport mm-hmm. uh, stuff mm-hmm. like that over um you know the commando which might maybe for some blasphemy but that's just kind of my personal preference for a uh, action movie yeah, it's because jcvd has got a much nicer ass you know well is, that I, is, I understand that's that very true mm-hmm man you get to see oh what is it is it universal soldier you just see a lot of his butt yeah, so that's, much that's his best right, that's adding his, to that to the queue that's his best <laughs> acting in the first part of his career because he's playing an emotionless robot and, and it's like yeah. oh yeah this is great because he doesn't have to actually put much effort in and uh dolph is great at it and uh but dolph is i think is a better actor uh, I think Dolph is legitimately not only is he like an actual genius in real life, I think he's such a good actor. I don't think he gets his his credit either. No, like like he knows how to do like the uh, monotone action hero guy, but also like he fully understands like his action persona. Mm-hmm. 
where uh, oh yeah he he like knows his brand yeah yeah he never he, really seen him in a dramatic role though I don't think uh, he's ever really been cast in one right but I, you know that makes me think he doesn't doesn't necessarily want to do those either but I wonder yeah as I mean like I even back in like Ivan Drago days like he's he ends up being the best actor in that movie <laughs> other uh, than uh, um. Apollo Creed? What are you trying to think of? Oh, yeah, you're, you know. No, well, I mean, I, I think that even then he's, um, what's his name, is is bouncing off of Stallone's energy, which is going in the wrong direction. The, the fuck robot? Oh, that might be it. Yeah, never mind. I was going to say James Brown. James Brown does all the acting in that movie. Uh, because Polly think... cha- changes the robot to female. And that's, that's a weird thing that happens in that Polly's movie. a real genius. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Thanks, stud. You're the best. <laughs> Oops. Um, what was that? The reason why Arnold is good in action movies and the ones like that I will watch over again is because he's somebody who cared about acting enough that it seems like he must have been taking lessons or he must have like asked the director whenever he had questions about the things like that. He actually sounds like, really... he like he's trying, where Stallone, yeah. as worse, feels like, I guess I gotta do another movie. But also, yeah. Stallone like also wrote a lot of movies and directed a lot of stuff and produced a lot of stuff on his own. Yeah. Like, I think behind the scenes, Stallone is more fascinating than on screen. Yeah. Because I think he tries more uh, in that. I, I think the issue is he, ta- he does... He's very talented. He's a good writer. He's a good director. I think he's a good actor, but I don't think he can play with his persona the way that Arnie did and right. does. I think he just takes himself a little bit too seriously. Yeah. Well, let's all go impregnate some men. <laughs> oh, and on that note, uh, I have, in case anyone's wondering, I live close to Philly, and I have seen a Rocky statue in person. And I thought it was the dumbest fucking thing in the world and a waste of money. Because <laughs> why would you put a Rocky statue in front of the Philadelphia um, Museum? That's that's so stupid to me. But some people like it. So I mean, it's isn't what people think of. Like on on the Capitol, isn't uh, Darth Vader's like on the top of the building? Right? In Philly? No, no, no. In oh. in DC. No, oh, one of the like gargoyle type things. Yeah, yeah. I think looks he, like Darth Vader. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't know. It's a silly. Philadelphia <laughs> was like, let's make a statue to Rocky. It's like, uh, I, I, no, I, 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 don't, I still think it's a, a, a waste of money and stupid. I love how angry you are about the statue. <laughs> There's actual famous people that existed that they could have done that, done that, but they chose Rocky. I don't get it. I get it, but it just makes me upset that they that that they did. Rocky, Rocky, for the most part, is like the most harmless they could have chosen. Yeah, I was gonna for say like, a statue. Like every historical picture or person has a history that you know somebody has a problem with, but you're the only person who's ever had a problem with the Rocky statue. It could have done like Octavius V. Cato, who was a a black um uh po- like political activist in the 1800s. Who, like, well, the white enough. people are angry. Okay, yeah, that's true. It's I mean, a little we too radical. I agree that it's, it's tone death for sure, but is it surprising? No. 
What, what if it was the last shot of Rocky Two, where Apollo and is that is that where Apollo and Rocky are like uh, punching each other and it like freeze frames? <laughs> yeah, well, where it calls them like call them a uh, stud or stallion, and it's like this. It feels yeah. really homoerotic. Yeah, that would be a good statue. Yeah. And what if Rocky was pregnant? I don't think Stallone would ever put himself that position on camera. That'd be too radical for him to do. Yeah, that's true. Okay, no, no, I just, I, I really was about to start talking about Copland and him gaining weight, but I think we should probably, that this could... has been random enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you guys said that, like, him not, um going there but it's like well i don't want to ruin a thing in case no, someone hasn't seen it so i, sh- I won't say anything because i'm really bad about that i ruin movies that are like 30 years old all the time oh my god <laughs> you know what ruined those movies already wikipedia i know so but in night you don't want to be spoiled on a movie in nighthawk stallone does rock a little bit of like you know gender bending himself he he cross-dresses mm. in that film a couple of times Oh, uh, which did Nighthawk come out after? Um, that's like early Tango and Cash. That's before. It's eighty, but eighty one, eighty yeah, somewhere in there. Early, it's early Stallone when he's still yeah, trying to figure it out. He he's got like feathered hair, big glasses, looks great. The American yeah. debut of Rutger Hauer. Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah. it's a good oh. movie. I love that movie. All right, next up. No, wait, <laughs> we don't do it that way. <laughs> Uh, let's see. If you do, if you did actually want to know what we're gonna do next, I know Spencer thinks that it's completely illogical for me not to tell people what we're gonna do in case they want to watch the up. But I really think that if you just wanted to pay one dollar at Patreon, Patreon. dot com slash, uh, what is the name of our stupid podcast? <laughs> I swear to God, this you, is gonna be a problem. You came up arbitrary and discriminate. Uh, so if you go to patreon.com slash AIM podcast, then you can pledge a dollar to us. You get a special episode right away where we actually picked the first four movies that we're going to do. And we're going to continue to do that for every set, assuming that uh, Spencer and Melanie still like that idea. If they don't, they're very replaceable. I mean, uh, you know, it's just... Uh, Again, back to the ziggurat, back to the the training ground where we have to fight for our position on this show. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Now you're now you guys are gonna have to wear fat suits. Oh. That that's something I did not get into, but I, I we did talk a little bit about the the fat thing. Uh, how they it, they don't really make fun of anybody for being fat, which I appreciate. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's the movie Super Sincere. Yeah. So, uh, I'll give you a clue about the next movie we're going to watch. It's from the 30s. I can tell you that, at least. Okay. So, just watch every movie from the 30s. Mm-hmm. One uh, of them is the correct one. It's got I the... I almost gave... I have thought of a clue, but it's a little too easy to Yeah, I was about out. to say something that was... My body is ready. I want both of your clues. Come on. No, mine... Uh, Horror Queers did an episode on it within the last three to four months all right texas chainsaw the next generation uh they did that one with stephanie crawford like two years ago oh. it's a good episode 
Yeah, well, Stephanie Crawford. She brings the game. That's facts. What about you, Mal? No, mine will give it away, so I can't. I can't say. I just can't <laughs> it's, say it. It's it it's, it's not. It's not a clue. Cool. It's just I I rhymed two words together. That oh no. No, like uh, the movie we watched, Boonier. Mm-hmm, exactly. It rhymes with. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but uh, I now I'm now I'm like conflicted. Like, did, did anyone even list this this far? You know what? You've listened to an hour and thirty one minutes and fifty eight seconds. Here's the clue. It rhymes with Blackula's smarter, <laughs> and it's a slant rhyme. Anyways, patreon.com slash AIM podcast. $1 for the price of a gum- four gumballs. Because they're a quarter each, I assume. Are they still a quarter each? That seems cheap. Uh, that would suck if I like had a quarter and I couldn't get a gumball. <laughs> price of gumballs is skyrocketed. It's like Bitcoin. But uh, yeah. If you want to follow us, uh, we don't have a uh, specific Twitter account for the podcast, but uh, I am at JDT Movies. Oh, uh, uh, I... (laughs) Sorry. I am the Piano Player Pod on Twitter, and uh, I'm on Facebook, too. Yeah. And on on Facebook, too, if you want to friend me or whatever. Spencer needs friends. If you, if you feel like it, he's very isolated. He's very like, isolated and angry about cakes. That's that's where <laughs> I was going. Thank you. Boom. High five. He's just sitting at home, just like baking cakes that are perfectly symmetrical. He's listening to MacArthur Park over and over again. Never have the recipe again. Okay. Uh, what about you on Twitter? Uh, on uh. All social media and plastic werewolf. Yep. She's got the best Twitter handle out of <laughs> the three of us for sure. Because yeah. that's just a cool name. I've had people, this is again sidebar random stuff, but I've had people message me on multiple occasions, usually a guy, not to, you know, but it usually is. Mm-hmm. Somebody slipping into my DMs and uh, they're like, you're not a real werewolf. This is disappointing. And just like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. And then they're like, yeah, you know, just just smooth lines. Really 13 good. Thirteen-year-olds? No, no. In a way, that uh, would be better. I mean, problematic, but better, because at least that would make sense why they were saying such things. But no, these are fully grown adult men. Oh. Mm. Well, that's I'm not as gross I thought it was going to get. Oh, no, no, they get gross. I'm just saying in this oh, instance, okay. people specifically about the name, they're like, this is disappointing. You're not a werewolf. I'm like, oh, nope. I don't know what to they're say like, to you. How do you fucking know? <laughs> yeah, come over to the full moon. We'll see who dies. <laughs> I've seen ginger snaps. Women can be werewolves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Women can be werewolves. <laughs> I've seen one movie of that. That movie's a metaphor for cakes. That's another t-shirt quote. Women can be werewolves. <laughs> Wait, wait, Ginger <laughs> Snaps is a metaphor? Wait, that, that's, a, that's a metaphor? Yeah. For, uh... Oh. Gin- ginger Snaps. Okay, I, I get also it. feel like, another hint, I feel like that would be a fairly decent double feature for our next uh, episode film. Oh, I, 
That's cool. I might do that because I, I have not seen Ginger, Ginger Snaps or the other movie we're going to watch. And it's Halloween! Oh, yes. Although uh, I don't know when this episode's going to come out. <laughs> yes, the day before Halloween, I'm seeing Dune with my uh, buddy from high school because he's a big Dune head uh, as of a couple <laughs> last few years. That's cool. Yeah, it, it wasn't going to be Jackass 4, but that got pushed back. So we're yeah. seeing Dune instead. Which that would be the perfect double feature. I'm hanging with my buddy. I've known for half my life. Maybe more than half my life, actually. So, you know, I'll report back on Dune if it's good. Yeah, well, uh, do me a favor and uh, take whatever caffeinated drink you usually do to wake yourself up, if you do at all. Because you have a bad habit of falling asleep during uh, Villeneuve movies. <laughs> no, I don't. You didn't fall asleep during Blade Runner? Blade Runner, no. I had a headache, and that soundtrack is doing that oh. shitty um, uh, Inception <laughs> nonsense. Yeah. And when you have a headache, that is the worst soundtrack to hear. That's, that's I'm sorry. I, I will go make out with Ryan Gosling, and you, you can stay in the car. All right. Now, blame Hans Zimmer, because some, some of the scores are kind of gotten lazy and not good it's it's like the same no yeah <laughs> just just because he's keyed into what the kids are hip with you know you guys it's, you guys are squares yeah well i am no longer hip <laughs> and not a werewolf <laughs> all right let's wrap this up i will talk to you all next time uh it's not gonna get any more organized just to let you know I feel like this stayed more on the rails than the last one, maybe, but also probably didn't, right? As you know, I hope people have fun. That's <laughs> that's all I'm counting on. <laughs> I hope you guys had fun. Yeah, yeah, I did. Nice distraction. Let's vacation and podcast. Okay, I'm stopping.